your accounts. Oh. This is your first time doing it with headphones on, isn't it? Yeah, normally I never wear headphones. How do you feel with sound It's effects? so much better. Gars is always yapping on about headphones. It's way better. Welcome to the Buttercut Podcast. Damn it. I let it just drop like last time. No, that's all right. I'm supposed to listen, fade it out. Listen, you're a rookie on this, uh, on this turntable here compared to Micah, but that's fine. I'm new to being captain. Yes, and we, do, we, do, we, we make do with what we have, right? I'm your captain now, though. Okay. That voice you hear, that Irish voice. Yep. I'm pretty sure you guys know who it is, but if you don't, that's my co-host, Pete the Irish Guy. I'm Bradley Key, and this is the Buttercut. What's up, Pete? What's up? What's good? Not much. Fucking some good golf going on this week. We got a big week ahead. I wasn't expecting this to be an in-depth conversation about golf. I wasn't expecting there to be a whole lot to talk about, but I did not realize this week is the Irish Open. Yeah, well, um, well, it's the it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a big event on the European Tour. European Tour actually have these um, what's called Rolex Series events. Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, so the money the money isn't as good on the European tour, obviously, but for the Rolex series event, there's the purse is seven mil. Ooh, and yeah, uh, yeah, and they're the ones you want to win. You want to win. You want to do well. And the Irish Open is one of those. So, um, yeah, big event this week. It's two weeks before the Open Championship. Do you ever struggle to not say the British Open? Yeah, yeah I, I, that's you could tell. That's what I was doing. I do. While I, you said it, I thought my brain British Open. You no, know, I do it. I do sometimes, but I always catch myself. And just because being from Ireland mm -hmm. and the UK and Ireland, it's such a thing, right? And the RNA obviously patented the term the Open, right? So the US Open can never call themselves on, on any sort of print media or anything the Open. I it forgot has to that be the, the, uh, the IRA ran yeah, Del's uh, <laughs> <Del's> Golf League. <laughs> Yeah, the IRA run our golf league over there. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it gets pretty violent at times, but yeah. But so the, the piece is kept. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and they patented the Open Championship. So so, so yeah, I would cut So myself. the plan is, I'm going to do a brief discussion of the 3M Open, which is the U.S. tournament let's for the it. PGA Tour, and yeah. then the majority of this episode is going to be around the Irish Open. Yeah. So let's just the run. only Open that matters. That's right. Because we're we're uh, we're Team Ireland. Yeah, we are. That's right. The 3M Open. Most of you have probably never heard of this tournament. Yeah, that would be because this is the first year of this yeah. tournament. So 3M Open is a new professional golf tournament in Minnesota on the PGA where? Tour. Minnesota. Where, where is that? Do they have a baseball I team, a professional a, baseball team, or not? So we'll have to consult Elgar's. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think they're. I do, don't think they have one. Usually he's spitting into his mic saying something about minor league <laughs> twins. <laughs> Jose no. Barreros. And then he botches. Jose <laughs> Barreos. Yeah, okay. He's, he Irish people can't roll, roll their R's. Those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I apologize. Yeah, There's just too okay. much to tell. All right. So, we're in Minnesota, same place of the Twins. This is also the home of TPC Twin Cities. That's where it is. That's, That's the, the name of the course. Uh, it's a TPC course, okay. Yeah, and it's in Blaine, which is a suburb north of Minneapolis. Ugh, sounds awful. <laughs> it's probably pretty nice this time it's, of year. This time of year, it's probably fine, but for fucking 80% of the year, it's probably fucking carnage in january it's probably not livable like no, you must absolutely be not. indoors it's at all times suicide central up there i'd say yeah <laughs> Last year, the PGA Tour announced, uh, this would have been June 2018, that this tournament, the 3M Open in Minneapolis, will debut in 2019, scheduled for <laughs> July 4th through 7th. That's this week. Yeah, J J 3M is just the title sponsor, obviously, of the event. Right. Um, yeah, not a whole, but here's a couple of things that spring to mind initially about the event. They well, got Before you jump in, go for it. 3M is a Minnesota-based company, so oh, it makes sense. So, go. Okay, it you go ahead. A couple of things that jump to mind are, they have a very strong field. Okay. It kind of fits 
in nicely with it being two weeks before the Open because not a lot of the guys play John Deere, which is next week. Uh-huh. Uh, you get the typical guys that play John Deere and then they fly them over. Right. For But not a lot of them play it. They like to go over early because they all go have to go across these. So it fits in at a nice time. They got a real strong feel with it being the first ever one. The one surprise was that um, Tiger isn't playing. That is a surprise to you. Yeah, well... Because at this well, point, it just sounds like he's only playing majors. It's fucking ridiculous. shit that he sponsored. Yeah, it's a fucking piss take, yeah. actually, to be honest. Well, it, well, there's a couple of things. I think, um, it, again, it, fit, it, it was perfect. It fit perfectly in with... It's been enough time since the US Open, mm-hmm. and this is one event that you play. It, it's actually kind of worrying, firstly. I think. You're concerned? Uh, yeah. I, well, it, you're just concerned about his health to think that he can't play this week. If anyone thinks that Tiger can show up to the Open and win, they're bananas. There hasn't been a whole lot of news about him, has there? No, he's just, he's been kind of doing nothing, probably practicing at home. Yeah. But it seems, it's, it's, so he played four events, I think it was four events before the Masters, and he came in perfectly tuned, ready to go. Because he's hungry for that, that he, first major. Right. Wins. And he won. We all gave him that time off where things were bonkers for him, right? He he won the event, mm-hmm. but then didn't play at all until the PGA. That right. was the next event. Right. Then he squeezed in Memorial. That was the only one, though. Then he played the US Open, which he missed the cut, didn't he? Uh, uh, no, actually, I think he no, was competitive. He, in yeah, that he was fine at Memorial, but then played the US Open. Uh huh. And then next event will be the Open, and that's probably him done now until we get to the playoffs. Like I, just, I wonder if he could make the playoffs with that. Little I know. Well, exposure. he won. He won the Masters, so he's getting. So that makes you. That yeah, puts you in as a top guy. He's fucking. Yeah, he's fine. You win a major, you'll be fine. But makes sense. It just um, it's interesting to me to think. I just don't see how there's any way, shape, or form that he can come in here and he could think that he's going to win. Right? He just won't. You just well, hang on. I'm not going to say he won't because then he might. Right? But because we're talking about the Open, right? It's highly unlikely. So yeah. So I was shocked to hear that he wasn't playing this week. I thought for sure he would play, which would have been a a massive deal for for Minnesota or and for the 3M Championship as a new tournament. Obviously, he's the biggest draw. They wanted him. Um, but yeah. Outside of that, they've got a good field. They got the rest of the guys there. Basically, all the rest of the tours there, except for a couple of guys that are gone over to play in um, Ireland at the Irish. To so start getting like a two week jump on it. Right. So I've got most of the the uh, the field here, and we'll go through some of the big names in it. Just a couple more notes: the three M Open succeeds the three M Championship which is a PGA Tour Championship event for the last 26 years. It ran 1993 through 2018, and it was held at TPC Twin Cities since 2001. So it's a rebranded new tournament, but it's replacing something that's pretty similar, it sounds like. Uh, Anyhow, the field, like you said, first of all, I think the purse is really big. I mean, they're they're just all, they're all big. $6.4 million purse, which is significant. Like, that's a lot of money. You'll get a million dollars. And and so we've got a field of... Kapka's playing. Playing, right, Kepka, DJ Matsuyama, Day, Deshambo, DJ. I don't see DJ on this list. Okay, he may uh, have gotten butthurt after missing the cut at like the easiest course or in America co- last week. He could have gonorrhea from that trashy wife that he has. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's a yeah, chance yeah, yeah. of that. That's very uncomfortable, I'm sure. <laughs> It's it's it hurts yeah. your rotation. Yeah, it's one or the other. So so DJ's taking the week off. DJ, I'm only joking. I love your wife. I, I just think don't America, want him to come after America me. feels the same yeah, way. I just don't want him to come after. We've got Finau Hovland's the the hot rookie that's been playing as well as speaking of him. Have you seen the videos of him? Have you seen the videos of him doing his, what? his double clutch swing? Yes. The hitch. Oh my fucking god! That's bananas. 
the uh, it's like a dramatic hitch. It's so uh, so. I just why is he doing that? Oh, so I had no fucking clue. But it works for him. Y- here's the thing. So so well, he only does it. So the, so I I found this out today, right? Because I, I read his answer on why he did it. They were asking him about it. Okay. And uh, what I imagined was when he's trying to hit it further because he seems to swing harder, right? He and does so swing it's like kind of his shoes. it's confirmed, right? So when he swings his driver normally, he hits this tight little fade. Uh huh. Then he says sometimes when he needs to hit it right to left or on a par five when okay. he when he has to hit it a little further he's trying to get home into he does this double clutch he said it goes at uh. least 15 yards further per swing and he can hit it right to left which that kind of makes sense because he hits his, the the apex of his his typical swing yeah and, goes and then he pauses and goes loads it up even more collects himself and goes further it's, which puts you at a more of a rounded shape too for the swing plane, yes. right? so he said he started doing it he started doing it as a drill on the range to try and start hitting it further and he said he just was hitting it so good like that and hitting it further than his normal swing he said well why not why don't just do an event which takes some fucking nuts to actually do that so i, I love the fact he does it okay when this is over i'm, I'm gonna go find a range with the lights on yeah i'm gonna be doing some I, no some honestly wax. yeah when i heard him talk about it that's the first thing i thought i'm gonna end up looking like charles barkley but <laughs> whatever yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah, we'd be fine. So we got a strong field, everybody but DJ because of the Gano. Uh, that, that's just you know part of the game when you're when you're that good. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So 3M, pretty strong field, Any relatively uninteresting. Uh, let me see here. Give me a second. Give me give me buy me some time here. Okay. You? Yeah. Well, I'll think about who I think is going to win. Actually, I don't know. Is Jordan Spieth in the event? I don't see him. You no. don't see him there. No. Okay, because obviously, as I said, um, as I've said on this before, I will be picking speed every week from now on That's until right. he wins. So right? he's not eligible. Yeah. Okay. So he um, he's disappointed me actually a little bit of recent. He looked like his game was getting back in the right place, and then right. he's kind of slowed off. I'm not sure who I like in that event. I think I so. Th- I got my guys. Okay, hang you ready? on. Ready? So I, I got a six, a group of six based on salary. I'm doing a DraftKings, so okay. it's a daily fantasy league. But hit, so hit my ace, my big guy is going to be Jason Day. Okay, okay. I like it. He's, he's starting to play better now. His Stevie Williams back is seems on the back. to not be bugging him so much. Like he seems comfortable. Is Stevie Williams still caddying for me? Caddying for him? That's a good question. I have to look into it, but I think so. Because he did, he did um, the U.S. Open, and then he stayed on his bag for the Canadian Open the is week that right? after. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So go on. Who's next? I've got old man Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I like that. I got Jimmy Walker, who's been playing pretty well as of late. God, he's such a fucking nerd, though. He is a nerd. He's I, a local lad, which he's I hate really saying. Nice. I've I, actually yeah, known this I'm guy. Sure. He's like the one famous yeah. guy I know because oh, he's a nerd. But yeah, he's <laughs> a very nice nerd, like no, really considerate guy. I almost, I almost feel bad saying it, like right, obviously because he's from Bernie here in Texas, yes. and he's he's a local lad and. He, I imagine he is nice. But he, fuck me, he's, he's got a this nerd. thing with saying "send it." I'm not into oh it. It's too much. Full man. send Full or whatever. Send, yeah. Oh my god, fuck! Just pipe down, Jimmy. Pipe just, down. Just I go, like that. go, That's fuck, exactly go, how fucking read a book. <laughs> My my mid tier guy, I got Keegan Bradley. Oh no, don't say that word. Those words. Does he freak you out? They put it's like getting nails and just hammering them into the side of my head. Tell me why. Keegan Bradley is fucking the devil. Why? He's he's just fucking annoying. He takes forever. Those fucking beady eyes when he's like getting in behind he the ball. He does wear high top Jordans. He exactly add that That's to the bad? list. Add that to the fucking list. Oh. That apps. This is the worst. Oh, I forgot you're a traditionalist. This is awful golf. I'm a Paparez fan. But he's another one that wears fucking high top mm-hmm. Jordans. Take those and fucking high top Jordans and burn them. They look horrendous and have no place on the golf course. Okay, they're horrendous. Looking. Okay, okay, go on. Anyone else? I've got two other.
other guys. I've got two young guys. I got Doc Redman. No, you know him. No, up and comer young guy. And then uh, Wyndham Clark's another. No, he super sounds like a, guy. that sounds like a hotel. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and he's been playing pretty well as a rookie. So <laughs> yeah, I just got no, two kind of low end guys that are kind of flyers. But I think Jason Day's shaping into form. I think he's going to play good. In this I game, hate so. I hate your DraftKings lineup, but that may mean that it's good. Okay, I like. Yeah, that. yeah. I'll, I'll I, take anything I can get at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I keep on being like so. I was leading my DraftKings thing was going to win me like seven hundred dollars for. I think it was the PGA. Yeah. I had Rose. No, it was the US Open. Excuse me. Yeah. They're at Pebble. So I had Rose. He was winning the whole fucking week. And he goes into Sunday. And like, I'm looking at it. And like, people are like, oh, you got this. And I'm like, but Brooks is back there. And I'm, yeah. I'm scared to death of Brooks. Yeah. It didn't end up being Brooks who killed me. It ended up being the entire field who lapped me. And I ended up finishing in seventh place after holding first through the whole oh. whole tournament. So anyhow, I'm not so hot right now. So I'm going to take a couple okay. of flyers. We're going to see what yeah. happens. All right. Nice. All right. Well, that's all we got on three M. That's the three M. Can, we, in, talk, can we talk about the, the real the real tournament this week? But before we go on, I want to talk about our friends at Harry's. A lot of guys buy disposable razors when they travel, but this summer you don't have to sacrifice quality for price. Harry's delivers high quality, travel friendly shave supplies at great low prices, just two dollars a blade. Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off and paying for overpriced gimmicks, vibrating heads, heated blades. Handles that look like a prop in a sci-fi movie. Uh, these were just some of the tactics that the leading brands had used and then overcharged for. They were sick of it. Harry's makes quality, durable blades at a fair price. As I said, just $2 per blade. To keep prices low, they cut out the middleman. Harry's owns a world-class blade facility in Germany that's been making some of the best razors in the world for 99 years. Now, they can provide great quality at factory direct prices. They have a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. They'll give you a full refund. So this is the important part. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with a Harry's trial set. It comes with weighted ergonomic handle with easy grip, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave, rich lathering shave gel, uh, and a travel blade cover, which is the most important part to me. I know I've got a couple of trips later on this summer. I've got a bachelor party coming up in August. Having that travel blade cover is critical to keeping your blade sharp, getting a good shave, keeping your skin healthy. Love my Harry's travel razor. All right, listeners of the show, you can redeem your trial set at harrys.com bdc like backdoor cover. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash BDC to redeem your offer and let them know we sent you. All right, let's go. Yeah, the Irish Open, um, it was an op- a tournament that obviously as being Irish, uh, very important. It's, it's one that... For years, it was they, they they played the event on parkland, so like tr- more traditional American style courses a okay. lot of the time, which always confused a lot of people. It always seemed like rather than links, yeah, it, it, it just seemed like they, they did this for a long time and it was kind of money related. They played at places like okay. Ad- Adair Manor, which Adair Manor now has gone under renovation, and it's fantastic. But they played at a place like that, the K Club, all these kind of inland kind of places, and you, it just didn't make sense. Uh, Photo Island was another very American resort type course that they played on. Now it's back being back to traditional Lynx golf courses and it's it's just fantastic. Last year at Ballyliffin, one of the most spectacular places in the world up in Donegal uh, in the north of Ireland. Um, but yeah, this year it's at La Hinch Golf Club mm-hmm. and, and La Hinch is in my top three favourite golf courses I've ever played in my life. La Hinch. Yeah, La Hinch. It's in, the, it's in County Clare. It's on the it's on the southwest coast of Ireland uh, near, where, near where the Cliffs of Moher are and all that kind of stuff. It looks beautiful. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so I found memory so so they host a, a big amateur tournament there called the south of ireland okay so in ireland we have like the major amateur events you have the irish amateurs or a national amateur championship then you have the north the south the east and the west 
Interesting. Right? So the South is always held in La Hinge, and, and, and it's a match play event. It used to be just straight match play, uh-huh. which was a lot of fun. Yes. So you'd have a hundred and... Do people outside of Ireland play it? Like oh, yeah. You worldwide get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you're right. You get people traveling over from okay. England and, you know, Scandinavia or whatever. Uh, so you, what you, what it used to be was, so 64 and 64, 128. So it started at 128 just in a giant bracket. Hmm. So 128 guys in a giant, like, NCAA tie bracket, right? And you just right. play your way through the bracket in just a one-on-one elimination match all the way through. Just like the dumbass So, so there was no, str- yeah, there was, yes, but there, there was no stroke play qualifying, nothing. Just, it was just match play the whole way mm-hmm. so i got to the quarterfinals one year was the best i did uh i ever did in it i remember that year that i was playing larry, shane larry was playing in it that year you had who else was playing in what year, year? we went on tour this would have been in oh nine would, or oh ten i would have been probably a freshman in college so it would have been like oh summer of oh five maybe something like that gotcha i have there's a funny story from that tournament right i was playing a guy called uh peter o'keefe right peter o'keefe is a he turned pro and he tried to do kind of similar to what I did. And he now he's back as an amateur, but he's like a, he like, he's like a golf fitness instructor kind of guy now, right? Okay. He's still a really good player. He, he's our national, he's our current national back-to-back national champ, I think. Um, but and only amateurs can play in that? Yes. And okay. he's really, really good player. T- re- tall guy, taller than me. He's like six, five, hits Damn. it really, really far. But he was a big time player at the time. So anyway, I'm playing him in, in the event. And my brother, my little brother is caddying for me. Of course. And uh, I'm four down through 11, right? Four down through 11 holes. And my brother told me this after. He said he was walking up the 12th fairway. And because we were down in Clare, we live back in, up in Dublin. And his friends were texting him saying, hey, when are you coming home, Ross? Are you, are you going to be back? And and he's rep- he replied, he's like, I'll be back tonight. Peter's four down through 11. Ross, your brother. My brother. And he never told me this, but he was standing behind me, like walking down the fairway, texting, going, yeah, <laughs> Making yeah. plans? Right. He's four down through 11. I'll see you tonight. We're going out for a couple of beers kind of thing. And so I proceeded to win 12 win 13 uh won 16 to get back to one down okay half 17 i'm one down going down 18 par five i knock it on the green in two about 25 feet for eagle he gets it on the, he gets it on the green in three misses i two but for birdie to take a dub extra hole so we go oh, into, so you do go into extra innings i go in and go into extra innings we're going up the 19th hole so we're going up the first we have to the, the 19th hole in pars we have the 20th hole in birdies on the 21st hole so the third hole at Hinge. I missed a par put for bogey. For I missed a par put. And I made bogey. Right. Peter O'Keefe had like a four foot put down the hill for par to beat me, and he left it short. Oy. Oh, from four feet to win the match. And he's a meathead. Yeah, and he's even worse. <laughs> and I looked at my brother walking off the green, and I said, "There's not a chance he's going to make a putt to win. I'm going to have to hand this to him, like right, if he's going to win this." So then the twenty second hole, the fourth, this par five, I knocked it on the green in two, about twenty five feet. He was over the back. He chipped up to about two feet for birdie. I gave to him, and I rolled it in from twenty five feet for eagle to beat him on the twenty second. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Twenty five feet. For Eagle to win on the 22nd hole. So, yeah, that was probably my coolest, my fondest memory of Lahinch. Um, course is absolutely fantastic. And uh, it's going to be awesome to see it on TV this weekend. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, what year is that? 2005? Yeah, that was about 2005. I'm- so, we were looking at a video of, of your mate. Shane Lowry, yeah. I think it's 2009, yeah. 2010. 10 years ago. This, yeah, 10 years ago this year. That's right. So 2009. Yeah. And he won it as an amateur, right? Yeah. Fucking crazy so story. So what's the what's the 
the the breakdown between pros and amateurs that compete in the Irish Open? Probably three out of a field of 150. Okay, so it's just like it's normal. just three invites. Right. So so what happened? Because it's the Irish Open, the the golfing union of Ireland, mm-hmm. they got to invite their three best players that they wanted to play in the tournament as like just a special invite amateur. We're gonna have our three best amateurs. I'm feeling extra stupid for asking that question. Yeah. But okay, can right. It's just please. like any. No, no, I'm with it, you. It, it's we, just we mentioned it was yeah, a European it, tour and event, it's, and it's kind of like the 3M Championship, right? This week in Minnesota, right? It'd be like the Minnesota Golf Association. They had three exemptions, and they gave it to right, the right, three right. best local amateurs, just like always, just like that, right? So, um, yeah, Shane was one of the three best players as an amateur at the time. He's only 21. So Shane uh, yeah, got in as an amateur, invited in to play. And the crazy thing about that story was, uh, in that video, he was saying that he was, uh, when he started, he was th- plus three through five. So in round one, when he started, he started on the back nine. And he said he was three over through five, like, playing awful. And you're kind of thinking, and he's an amateur, it's to be expected. He's probably not going to make the cut. Like, he's just there to for the experience and to, you sure. know, make, you know. This for, is special no matter yeah, what. His family are there watching. He gets to look at the pros and go, oh, my God look how good these guys are and he's three over through five and then he proceeded to play the next 31 holes in 18 under par which is just fucking bananas insane yeah he he shot 10 under in the second round and um yeah amazing story and then in round three he shot one under and he was tied for the lead after three rounds and i remember watching it uh i was in ohio actually at the time and i was <laughs> I, yeah it was just weird but i was watching the final round and um just the whole time thinking there's no way he could there's no way he's gonna win right he's an amateur he'll he'll like at some point he's gonna start messing up here and you know he's gonna realize what he's doing and he's gonna cop on and robert rock was the guy that he was uh, battling out with who robert rock by the way has the best hair in golf is that right get grab up a picture of robert, yeah, grab up a picture of robert rock he's an english professional he actually great golf swing really good player as well but he coaches a lot of the guys and he doesn't wear a hat on the golf course he's one of like three golfers i've like ever known that doesn't wear a hat him and ollie schneider jans huh? yeah he has very ollie schneider jans hair which is funny he does have really yeah. similar hair he's kind of yeah. like a pudgy brad pitt yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah he's a good looking guy yeah great hair yeah Tan as fuck. Yeah, he's always on the course. yeah, really good golf swing. He's won multiple. He's won multiple times in the European Tour, but real good player. So it was him and Shane that were uh, battling it out down the stretch, and Shane just kind of kept making putts. He made a big one on fourteen, a big one on sixteen, and then what was funny was he missed on eighteen. He hit it into like four feet, and he had a four footer to win. And you kind of went, "Oh my god, this is awesome! He's going to win in regulation," and he missed from four feet. Ugh. Yeah, and the, the, there was so many people there, and I remember the crowd. Like you can imagine, an Irish kid. Kid, a local Irish kid playing and this is the Irish Open the fucking the crowd's going crazy and they want him to win so badly and he misses a four footer oh, yeah. so that, that's what it sounded like like it was like Ugh. that times a thousand the wind Ugh. comes out of the crowd right yeah 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 and he put his head in his hands and he like couldn't believe it. And so they went back out for a playoff anyway. And um, Robert Rock, they, they play, had to play four extra holes. Rock missed a good chance to win from about eight or ten feet at one point on one of the holes. Paying him back. Yeah. And then the um, in the absolute pissing of rain. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, team of that. Yeah. Team and that. And still so many people there. Wait, what did you say? Teaming. Teaming. What does that mean? Yeah, it's kind of like steaming without the S. And it means it's raining? Yeah, heavily. I've never heard that in my life. Teaming down. Yeah, that's an it's an Irish it's an Irish word. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my vocab. Yeah. All right. So um yeah, so many people still there watching fourth playoff hole and Robert Rock missed a par putt. And uh, I remember McElroy was there on the side watching his watching his mate Larry. McElroy was a pro at this point. At but this him stage. and Shane are boys. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, Shane rolled it in, and then everyone just ran and stormed the green and sh- champagne in the rain and all that kind of so stuff. So let me ask you this. Yeah. If you're an amateur, I don't know what the rules are here. If you're an amateur and you enter a tournament and you win that tournament or you, you've even placed where you could you could feasibly earn money had you not been an amateur, is it possible to reestablish yourself no. as a pro? Like you no. cannot collect money even if no. you want No, so to. on the entry form, on every entry form to uh-huh. every professional event, right. to every event, you have to delineate. There'll be like a box that says, are you entering as an amateur or a professional? And you cannot collect money if you're an amateur. No, if you enter as an amateur and you start the tournament as, as an amateur, that's the way it is. And you are an amateur and you cannot win money. And the rules are, in order to remain an amateur, you can't accept cash. Yeah, but what if you don't give a fuck about remaining an amateur? What if you win a, a couple of million bucks and you say, I forfeit my amateur status and we'll take some i will take that money so you, you have to do, do that, that before the tournament gotcha. starts. so right. like you couldn't possibly predict no. that well one of the funny things that he so shane burned that, that yeah money. one of the funny things that shane said in the video was he said he actually asked his, he said to his caddy he right. said why doesn't just let me win because he's gonna get first place money whatever happens here oh, that was my next question so yeah. robert rock oh, robert rock got everyone it was like shane was never there and and everyone so the then, payouts just right so the guy in shuffle down the guy in third got second place money right so robert rock was getting first place money no matter what was gonna happen so shane was like what can he just let me win though fucker has <laughs> the best hair in him and then he just has yeah. a, a walk-in on the on the prize package yeah so but the, the so then what happens then to shane in terms of all the exemptions and stuff that come with winning. Okay. You have, if you win a tournament as a pro, as an amateur sure. on the pro tour, he had two weeks where he is a two week window where he has to turn pro in those two weeks in order to gain all of those exemptions. So he had a, I'm with you. So he had a two week exemption, sorry, two year exemption on tour. He got into all the world golf championships. So he turned pro. Then. He was, yeah, he was getting into a couple of majors. And so it was a no brainer. It was like, yeah. So he turned pro immediately afterwards. So he got all the exemptions that and came with it. history since then. Yeah. He's, he's a sweetheart on the on the buttercut, the best of the best. Yeah, Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane. So let's see. I got a little bit of a history for you. I know you're uh, big on me being nerdy with this history shit. Yeah. The Irish Open was first played in 1927 and was played annually except for uh, the War Years until 1950. I don't know why, because fucking in Ireland we weren't we weren't involved in any war. We're just, we've always been neutral. Well, it's you said it yourself. Worldwide tur- uh, tournament. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There was a tournament in 1953, but the event was then not played again until it was revived in 1975. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, Actually, I don't know shit, so I'm going to say that a lot. (laughs) It has been contested annually since then, from 1963 to 1974. I remember Colin Montgomery won it back-to-back years. I remember going watching him. Seve's won it a bunch of times. A bunch of good winners. Nick Faldo's won it a bunch of times. Man, there's so many... Interesting Irish names on the the whatever you want to call it the the annuals whatever the the pe- previous winners yeah the list of winners yeah. the list of winners uh, from sixty three to seventy four Carols was a sponsor of the tournament Carols, what's yeah, Carols Carols I, uh, that's a fucking great question Virginia it's, cigarettes yeah it's a it's a Carol cigarette that's right made in Dundalk Ireland <laughs> Dun, Dundalk Ireland <laughs> did I read that wrong or yeah, am I just an no idiot? you're just American you're just an American Dundalk Dundalk, Dundalk. So it's like walk with, you know, but with Don and a D. Yeah. Dundalk. That's tight. Okay. So cigarettes were the sponsor, and that's even G-er. So then it was generally called Carol's International, a fucking cigarette company. Yeah. Until uh, 1975. Uh, then they became sponsor of the Irish <laughs> Open, which became known as the Carol's Irish Open. So on and so forth. History was made. 
Yeah, uh, but that's your little history lesson on the Irish Open. That's pretty tight, though. Let's let's make let's end on our predictions for the Irish Open. Let's do it. Who do we got in the field? Have you looked at it? Yeah. Tell me who your favorites are so far. The favorites would be John Ram is defending champ. Oh, oh I no, didn't no, no. He who wait? This. Who won a Bali Liffin? Uh, Bali Liffin winner last year. No, it wasn't him. It was what is the Bali Liffin? Bali Liffin is the golf was the golf course that. Oh, it was my on. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me all this. The winner was it was not. Ram, the Ram was the year before, I think. Hey, who, let who, me ask you one more question before we go. Yeah. What the fuck does it mean when they keep on saying the Dubai Duty Free? Dubai du- Duty Free is just a, a sponsor. Is that the FedEx Cup? No. Why is everything the Dubai Duty Free on the European Tour? Oh, it may, yeah, like yeah, they yeah. say it all the time. Yeah, no, it, that is the FedEx Cup. It's just FedEx. Right, so it's, right. it pl- replaces FedEx Dubai on Duty Tour. Free is the Dubai Duty Free yeah, money list thing or whatever. I yeah. got you. Okay, now that makes sense because I kept on seeing this D- Dubai Duty Free and like I keep on thinking yeah. like, are no, they just, just it, not just having to claim yeah, just, uh, taxes <laughs> on stuff that they take from the... No, that's just a sponsor. Okay, good. I'm, I'm an idiot. Anyway, our, my pick. So you've got Ra- John Ram is playing again. You've got Tommy Fleetwood's playing. Okay. Um, you've got Poulter, Louis Oosthuizen in his playing, Torbjorn Olsen, Torbjorn the porn star, another Torbjorn. one of my favorites. I'll never be able to say it, but I'll always recognize that name yeah. when I see it on Torbjorn. Torborn? Torbjorn's partied with, with us in Austin before. He's an absolute legend. You were telling me. Um, Flat Bill. Who else? So I got it right here. All right, I'm going to pick my winner okay. this week. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pick John Ram again. I'm just going to say he's going to win his second Irish Open. He played well at Valderrama and last week on the European Tour, which is a difficult golf course. <clears throat> he had a he had a top five finish. So, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, John Ram. It's a good pick. You yeah. know your boy uh, Peter Malinari is in this. Oh, really? Malinari. All right. Who, uh, who do you like? Let me see. You know who I've really liked lately, whose game's been pretty good and, and is maybe the most beautiful swing on tour? Louis. Yeah, Louis. That's a good pick. In, I love right Louis. Uh, Sugar, or I'm sorry. We we know Sh- uh, Shane Lowry's in it. Uh, Xander Shoffley's in it. A couple of the oh, big nice. names. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, pretty good field. Sergio Garcia. I like uh, I like uh, Louis. Louis okay. my boy. All right. I'm picking I'm picking Ram. You're picking Louis season. I like it. I also like how, so you look on the PGA Tour uh, website, the only ball that they recognize when they're going down a leaderboard is Titleist. Yeah. On the European Tour, the only thing that they recognize is an Odyssey putter. So if you're, really? if you're sponsored by Odyssey, huh. then you get your little logo next to it. It's kind of an interesting little change in, uh, in appearance here. Yeah, I like that. Me too. And then the Rolex stuff is everywhere. Rolex is such a great sponsor for them. Anyhow, it's great. Yeah, that's it. That's it, and that's all, right? That's all we got. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been a good time. Yeah. Let's talk uh, Let's talk uh, Open Championship. We're talking about that in two weeks, right? Perfect. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to actually launch into our own feed. I hadn't thought this through yet, so okay. let's, des- let's describe what's going to happen in terms of programming for the audience. Okay. We're going to continue releasing segments and episodes of the Buttercut here on Backdoor Cover leading up to the Open Championship, also known as the British Open for Idiots who can't <laughs> remember shit. That's on uh, July 17th is that Wednesday. July 18th is when the tournament tees off. We are going to move from the Backdoor Cover podcast feed to our own The Buttercup podcast feed. We're taking the training wheels off, and we're going big time. So that's the plan. Uh, We will pre-hype this quite a bit. We'll let everybody know where to find and follow us. In the meantime, thank you for listening. This has been a production of MWBK Creative. Pete, you're the world's greatest. Love it. Thanks for having me. We'll be back. Thanks for listening. See ya.